Welcome to the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. I'm Lee Gerstman, and I was banned from this podcast, and I'm not too happy about it. So, fuck these guys. Go to hell. So, here they are. Dr. Fuck and Wadzilla. Enjoy. I know I will, even if they did ban me. Fucking assholes. Hey, it's Dr. Fuck, and with me is... Oh, yeah! The Ayatollah yeah, Alcoholic. And... Oh, shit, his beer's exploding. Mm. How y'all doing? I'm doing good. Uh, who else is here, Ian? Oh, we got a very special guest today from Decibel Geek Podcast. Mr. Chris Sinzak has joined us once again. Hey, Chris! How's it going, fellas? How's it going, bro? It's going, bro. I was on three sides. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm happy for you. Thank you, bro. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, uh, Ian, what's going on? Uh, what's going on? Uh, what's going on is Rockin' Pod Expo 3. And that is uh, the main reason, well, not the main reason, but the co-main reason we have Mr. Sinzak here. And uh, he's going to break down this year's bigger, better than ever Rockin' Pod 3. So without further to do, take it away, Chris. Let let the listeners know what they can enjoy this year in Nashville. Okay, so Rockin' Pod 3 is happening August 9th and 10th at the Nashville Airport Marriott. We're at a bigger venue. We've got a big ballroom we're going to do this in. And... August 9th, Friday, is the Rockin' Pod pre-party, which will have the Rock and Roll Residency, which, if you don't know, that features members of Ace Fraley and Gene Simmons' band. And uh, they do, like, a cover set. They're kind of locally known around town. And uh, a number of the guests that are going to be at the Expo the next day will be jumping on stage with them and doing songs with them. So it's going to be pretty special. Uh, Also, I have uh, a band called 8-Ball and a band called Lipstick Generation opening that show. Show is going to start about seven o'clock, and it'll go till about eleven. And then Saturday is the Rock and Pod Expo in the same room, Nashville Airport Marriott. We've got headlining. We've got Michael Sweet from Striper, uh, Brian Forsyth from Kicks, Jason Beeler from Saigon Kick, Erie Vaughn from Danzig, Jack Gibson from Exodus, and we've got a bunch of other guests, including Rick Rule from Every Mother's Nightmare, Jeremy Barber from Green Jello. Drew Fortier from Zen from Mars, Steven Chereau from Kick Tracy, Drew and Jim from Wildside. I know they're near and dear to your hearts. And, uh, of course, a ton of great podcasts. Uh, you know, mu- dozens of music podcasts are going to be recording on site. We're going to have live podcast sessions on stage. We're going to have signing and photo sessions with all the guests, vinyl and memorabilia vendor- vendors, rock and metal museum, which will have stage played and worn gear. We're going to even have rock-themed cosplay this year. So if you have, uh, you know, pretty girls dressing up like rock stars, we're going to have raffles and prizes. And basically, you can stay on site all year, all weekend, and you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to worry about driving. Uh, you can just stay there. There's a discounted rate at rockandpod.com for the hotel rooms. And just, yeah, just stay there and party all weekend with us. And I think two guys I'm on the phone with now are going to be joining us this year, if I'm correct. Oh, hell yeah. You can't have rock and pod without us. Well, without me. Oh, boy. Oh, 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 yeah, you were on three sides. That's right. (laughs) But uh, there's one thing I I, I think we have to make clear for personal reasons. Uh, I mean, not personal, for for legal reasons. Uh, You mentioned that the Rock and Roll Residency is going to be there, which I'm very excited about. Uh, And it does have members of of Ace's band and Gene's band. 
But we have to let you know that in the event that one of the members of, of said band's wife dies, they might not be there because Ace will fire him. You know, so oh. there might be somebody oh, replacing him. Oh, man. I heard that. I heard that that could happen. Oh. That could happen. Ace, what a guy. What a guy. Ace rules, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Let... A few weeks ago, and he was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, all their wives must have been healthy. Yeah, well, Izzy Stratton left Guns N' Roses because all their wives were still alive, so they're... Why you gotta bring up the old shit? No, I'm just bringing it up. I'm, just bringing, I'm bringing up facts, man. He's no different. Well, he is different because Ace doesn't pretend to be Keith Richards. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. Ace is an original. Hey, hey, I'm gonna be on Torpedo Dudes. <laughs> Think about that. Think about that. Oh, boy. Am I jealous now? <laughs> you should be. Motherfucker. The greatest, greatest Kiss podcast name in history. That's right. <laughs> We figured, you know, you got to pick an A song off on Mass to name your podcast after, so we had to go with that one. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Did you see my yeah. cover song uh, I put up of uh, Two Sides of the Coin? Yeah, I think it improved it. Yeah, dude, that song's terrible. Oh, yeah. my, and I love Ace, but man, that has to be the worst Ace song. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Ooh, so, uh... So Michael Sweet, man, I'm a big fan of Striper. Is he going to perform, he said? Yeah, uh, he's going to probably get up and do a song or two with the residency, and then there's a possibility that he'll be doing something acoustically at the expo. Let me tell you something. One of the greatest DVDs I, I own, and it's in my bedroom. I can't remember the name of it. He has he put out a DVD like a year or two ago where it's him just doing acoustic shit. It's fucking <laughs> amazing. I mean, he does you know some storytelling between songs. But it is so good, so man, that'd be great to see. Yeah, and I can announce something now on your show. Actually, I'm going to be announcing it in the next day or two. Um, we, you know, Aaron and I do albums unleashed for Decibel Geek, and uh, we're going to do an albums unleashed live with Michael talking about the making of Soldiers Under Command at the Expo. Ooh, I love that album. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to him about it. My favorite Striper albums are the last two. They're really great, man, and they're they, so good. They. They've aged better than just about all their peers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I mean, except, you know, the ballads. But, you know, okay. But, I, you know, I've always liked Striper. I've always got goofed on from uh, like a Striper. And the tradition still holds today for me. And... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. For legal reasons, I have to announce that uh, Michael Sweet should produce the next Van Halen record, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wants everyone to know. I told Ian, no way we're interviewing him because I have a lot of respect for that guy. And, I don't want him near Ian. Ian. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking hit him with a Bible. Yeah, Ian was molested as a kid by a priest, and you know, you know. No, I wasn't, and that's why I'm pissed off. What's wrong with my ass? Oh, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I need love too. God damn it. Oh, so that's why you hate Jesus. Choosy fucking priests. God damn it. But uh, no, I'm so excited about about this year's. I mean, everything about it uh, is going to be better, particularly. The venue, and I love how everything is in one location, and that's—I think—that's something that's really important for everybody that's thinking about going, because you don't have to worry about driving around drunk. You can—the whole party stays in the hotel both nights, and yeah. I think that makes it a lot easier on everybody coming. And everybody who's who's gone to the first who knows what a wild party this is, but also knows what it was like to have to drive around. Like you know, you might not be from the Nashville area and trying to find some place and do that. You don't have to worry about any of that shit this year, uh, so that's awesome. And also a bigger, a bigger venue. And do you have? Uh, is, is there a website that listeners can go to to buy tickets and uh, get like room reservations at the hotel and everything? 
Yeah, if you just go to rockinpod, R-O-C-K, the letter N-P-O-D dot com, um, it'll take you to the main website. And then right there at the top, you've got ticketing, you've got the list of guests, you've got where you can go if you're a podcaster and you want to register to be a registered podcast, you want to be a vendor. And then there's the venue tab. Just go there and it takes you right to the link to uh, book your room at a discounted rate. Oh, awesome. That, that's another thing we need to talk about is all the awesome vendors that are going to be there every, you know, the, the first two years, just the vinyl you can find in different memorabilia is amazing. Just like a whole nother great aspect of the, of the weekend. So yeah. uh, there's all kinds of great shit you can get. And I'm really excited for this one. And uh, uh, man, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger every year. Thanks to you. And, and thanks to you and all the hard work you do, brother. We appreciate it. Yeah. Chris, huh? How much, I mean, it must take you all day to, like, fucking work on this shit, doesn't it? It's not, it's nonstop until it happens every year. Damn. It's just, it's a, it takes up a lot of my time. I can tell, man, because it is a big, you know, it's big, I mean, the first one was pretty big, but the last one was, like, way bigger, and this one's going to be even bigger than that. I know. Does, it get, does it get more frustrating a year after, I mean, more busy year after year? I, yeah, it, it actually does. And I mean, it's we're doing it a little differently this year. We're not doing it through GoFundMe, so it's going through ticketing packages and stuff like that. But I've got a good company we're going through for the ticketing part, and there's VIP passes, so you can get different levels of what you want to get. And um, But yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of work, but uh, you know, it's I try to do it to make kind of like a celebration of rock and roll and for music podcasting, because fuck radio, you know? Yeah, and, and, and also, just to let the people know, I mean, how awesome this rock and pod thing is. Now it's like starting to get uh, uh, attention where, you know, we're getting people working with you now, you know, Chris, where the last two years, you know, wasn't as much as it is this year. So it is really growing at a really rapid pace, you know? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I dream big and, you know, and I'm, I'm a Kiss fan. So there's one thing they told me is if you're going to do something, do it big. And so, I mean, I have goals that this becomes an annual thing and just gets bigger. If I could create the Comic-Con of rock and roll, then I'd love to do that. And hopefully this will end up being that. Hell yeah. Next one, Miami Beach. Oh, uh, that would be fun. Yeah. Well, since you just told me you're a Kiss fan, are you really going to be there? Or is there going to be somebody dressed up as you and Aaron? Mm. You know, because uh-huh. the fans need to know that. Well, there's, you know, two guys that I'm on the phone with now that are good at dressing up as Kiss members. <laughs> Hell yeah. Who wore the dress better? I think I did. Uh, you did. This year, Ian and I are going as Tommy Thayer and Eric Singer. <laughs> yeah, and the great thing is nobody knows what they look like, so you know, you know, we don't even have to dress up. That's right. <laughs> I love sharing pictures from last year with you guys. And there's one I shared with you guys and with Ian in the background while uh, I think Baco's interviewing Troy Lucetta and some in background. <laughs> What's going on in the background? Holy moly! <laughs> <laughs> I love when we were interviewing Paul Taylor from Winger last year. And, and I was like, can we get a picture? He goes, no. He goes, you got to stand up. I got to get all of the dress in the picture. I was like, no problem. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he wanted me to text him the pictures and shit. That guy was super cool. Yeah, and he's probably coming back this year, too. I talked to him a couple of weeks ago, so he'll most likely be coming back. I'm trying to get him to talk Kip Winger into coming. That would be pretty cool. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And that's another thing we should mention, too, is, you know, there's probably, as it gets closer, there'll probably be some more guests added and, and probably some surprise guests that show up, too. It yeah, seems, every year. Like you, never, that happens. you never know who's going to show up every year. And I mean, it's and as we get closer and, you know, to, p- people know their touring schedule a little better. 
I can get, you know, some bigger names tend to come through the woodwork as we get closer. So, yeah, stay tuned. I mean, I'm certainly not done, you know, announcing guests. There's going to be more. Yes, and, and uh, for everybody else out there, uh, there is a Facebook page for this where they can get all the updates yeah. and, uh, you know, find find out all the latest news. So I implore you, we're, we're in May right now, so hurry up, start making those plans and, you know, Take those vacation days and find a way to get your ass to Nashville because this is going to be fucking awesome. Always a party. Hell yeah. All right. Well, uh, we, we thank you for coming on and talking about it. And we're also happy to have you stick around for the news. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. All right. Let's see. First story here. Kith, as Paul Stanley says, if bands make you feel like they're doing you a favor, then you need to abandon them. You know? I say if they start dressing up other members like previous members, abandon them. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he does have a point because, what is it, a couple thousand to meet them? So, you know, you're doing them a favor. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, Chris, you did go see uh, the, the, the new Farewell Tour. And, uh, I, mean, I mean, what did you think? How, how were your seats? Were you on the side of the tape deck or, or were you on Gene's <laughs> side? or? <laughs> Where well, were you? I, I initially bought $25 nosebleed seats because I figured, you know, you, it'll be less obvious to see the lip syncing from up there. But um, I got it. We got up there in our seats and then we went for a smoke break. And uh, I saw a listener who's a listener of Decibel Geek uh, that we'd hung out with before the show. And he was like, well, my company has a suite on the side of the, side of the stage. Why don't you hang out with us? So we wound up like right down next to the stage on in the kind of the club level. And... Basically, if I compare it to the Ace show I saw a few weeks ago, it's funny. When I watch Kiss, it's a it's a really well done production. It's a big show, tons of pyro. I mean, you, it's definitely a feast for the eyes. That's cool, but I didn't really get that magical feeling you used to get from going to Kiss shows. I was just kind of like, you know, I knew all the songs. The set list kind of was dull, and it just I'm watching all these people just lose their mind, and I'm just kind of like, why can't I feel this way? But I just don't. But then I go to the A show at a, at a club here in Nashville. There's no pyro, just basic lights. And he's just killing it on all these Kiss classics. And I'm like, that's the feeling I was wanting to have at the Kiss show a few weeks ago. So honestly, the Kiss show was nice and well done. I, I'm glad I went because it was interesting to see. But the A show, I left kind of elated from, uh, from watching him just kick ass all night. Yeah, well, I guess you share that same opinion I share. It's like the Kiss show is frosting. The A show yeah. is the cake, you know? Exactly. So that, yeah. uh, you know, that's why I, I'm not going, you know? I'm not, uh, it's coming here. Ian thinks I'm going to go because uh, somebody is going to offer me a free ticket and then I'll end up going, which might happen, but watch. Yeah. Uh, I would have gone if I got an ace ticket, but I got to prove Ian wrong, motherfucker. <laughs> so I'm not going. I am not going. Well, it, 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 in my defense, you know, history is on my side because you yes. said, said the same thing about the farewell tour with Sabbath. And somebody turned around no, and got your that's ticket. No, that's went. not true, Ian. Uh, this farewell tour did not come here. I went to the 13th tour. Oh, yeah, well, well yeah. And I saw Scab Kiss three times uh, for free with free tickets. So, no, four times. I've seen him four times. Uh, see, there's a guy I know that, dude, his girlfriend keeps flaking on him, except for like two. I, I didn't go see the Scab show with uh, Aerosmith and Motley Crue because his girlfriend ended up going to those but all the other shows that he paid tickets for uh he uh he, he ended up taking me and i ended up going for free 
But if his if his girlfriend flakes on him again this time, I'm not going. I actually did tell him that too. And I was like, hey, bro, if she ends up not going, get somebody else to go with you because I'm not going, you know. Uh, I didn't want him to tell me because who knows, I might have been tempted. And Ian would have won. And that can't happen, <laughs> man. Come on. Come on, bro. But yeah, you know, the, my main thing is the set list. You know, it's like, and then, you know, uh, when I was on three sides, uh, I was talking about how I'm not going. And they were saying, well, you know, because of the set list, that's why I'm not going. Well, the way they played, I mean, it's so great how they play the songs. I'm like, yeah, but what I loved about Kiss was the sloppiness. The, you know, the, the you know, it was kind of dangerous seeing Kiss back in the day. You know, Ace Frehley playing the guitar where his, his, his fucking rings hit the strings and shit. His bracelet, you know, it's like, I love that, you know? It's so fucking yeah. cool. I love that shit. You know, I, that's the same reason I love Sabbath, you know, original Sabbath. I like that organic nature of bands, yeah, and, you know? And the, the kiss of today is, is they all, they, it's almost one of those things where it's like, they, yeah, they play really well, but they almost play too well. It's almost too, like, sterilized, and it's so so by the book and so routine and it's just like you know they it's the exact same routine they go through every night and it's just i don't know there's just no spontaneity to it anymore and it's i, just I don't know i think it's almost more dangerous now because now you have senior citizens in high heels and what if the tape machine eats the tape <laughs> you know there's there's more room for danger now there's no tape anymore <laughs> the, t- oh, the tape man. will be eaten <laughs> Pro Tools ruins everything. God damn it. Yeah, right? Now stupid tape can't be eaten. <laughs> and I would have got, got away with it if it wasn't for you damn meddling kids. Ian walks around really confused and pissed that he doesn't see fucking payphones anymore. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> hey, you know what it's like to try to find porno on Betamax these days? Hey. These, these are hard times. Yeah, that's true. Hard times. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. Well, next story. And this is a show that, uh, well, I know Ralph saw because I was standing right next to him. But I believe you went and saw as well, Chris, uh, Judas Priest. Yes. Just played, they just played a concert and they did as as uh, most people do. Uh, as the tour goes along, they kind of tinkered with the set list and they added Tyrant. What did they take off the list? Do you know? Now, now that in the story, doesn't. I'd, I'd have to go on uh, like right. set list FM and see. I don't know. If, if they did take something away, or if they just added it, but oh my God, what a tour this has been! But it has uh, hasn't been without its controversy, because there are a lot of people complaining about you know some typical standards that aren't being played. But a lot of other people are loving uh, the deep tracks. What did you think of this show, Chris? I thought it was flawless. I mean, I I loved it. It was. And I'm into the deep tracks. I mean, I, you know, I, you know, like, would it be cool to hear Electric Eye? Sure. Or you got another thing coming. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, I've heard those songs a million times. But to hear, like, you know, All Guns Blazing or uh, or um, Killing Machine, you know, it just some of the stuff they pulled out and out in the cold, you know, that was yeah. amazing. You know, I just, it was a fucking great show. I don't think Necromancer is a great opener, but, no, I, but, I, but I still liked it. But I mean, there was... I don't think there's really any down periods of the set, and then and I was telling Aaron when because uh, we talked about it a little bit um, when they did "Victim of Changes" and Rob hits the scream at the end, my eardrums literally were rattling when he was hitting. <laughs> the I was like, "My God, that dude just he still can do it, man!" Wow, it was amazing, and, and dude, it's yeah, sure, Electric Eye, 
uh, and stuff like that. But I don't know, man. I left that show thinking, man, that was very personal to me. I felt like it was a personal show Priest played for me. It's like, Ralph, I know you've seen us since 1982, and you've seen us play those songs millions of times. We're going to take them off the set list for you. And throw throw in Starbreaker and out of the cold. Oh yeah, you know it's take like, these chains. Take these chains never played before. And, that was uh, amazing. Yeah, and I was kind of like, dude. To <laughs> me, that is like I wish every fucking band I loved and seen a million times pulled shit like that. You know, just, actually, when we saw him before he did take these chains, he says we're dedicating this uh, to Ralph since he was on three sides of the coin. Yeah, uh, this is take these chains. <laughs> yes, that's, that is true. And then I heard booze. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Everybody hates yeah, three sides. What's up with you guys? They rule. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but I, I know I was talking to you uh, previous to you going to the show, Chris, and, and, and you said tickets were kind of soft for it. How was it the night of the show? Was it was it uh, well attended? Uh, it, was, it was okay attended. It was like the floor was full, but... A lot of the seats were empty. It, it, it wasn't a good draw for them in Nashville. It was wow. really good down here. I mean, it looked sold out to my eyes. I didn't well, I and they were, they were, seats. And they were playing the smaller arena yeah. here in town. It well, didn't were, even fill that. Down here was a smaller one, too. Yeah, yeah I, I, it just blo- it blows me away that they're having trouble selling tickets in places and Maiden is still filling stadiums. It yeah. just... I. I'll, t- I'll take Priest over Maiden any day. Yeah, but, you know, Maiden, uh, I, I, you know, Judas Priest doesn't have Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> I stand by that, dude. You know, pre- uh, Maiden's because of Eddie. That imagery. Like, really, like, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I know dedicated Maiden fans, and they're very genuine and shit. But, you know, I mean, come on. I mean, most people that go see Maiden aren't as fanatical as those people. And I think it's the whole Eddie thing, you know? Oh, whatever, man. I'm not going to cry over spilled milk. I love Maiden up to Power Slave, and I'll always love that shit. So I got respect for Maiden, but boy, I'm with Chris on this one. Priest destroys him. Shit, I like a lot of metal bands more than Maiden. Though I do love early Maiden, man. But, you know, I'll take, like, Accept over Maiden and uh, you know, Black Sabbath and uh, Three Sides. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, next story. Uh, now, now, this one... Uh, definitely made me think of you, Chris. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this this guy is going to be at the expo, or there's talks maybe. Um, but Twisted Sisters Eddie Ojea has moved to Nashville. Is is he going to be at the uh, at the Rock and Pop? We've talked about it. Um, I actually talked to him on the phone the other day. It's probably not going to happen because oh. there's. <clears throat> There's some uh, personal stuff going on in his life that he's got to tend to. And it's one of those things where, unlike other guitar players from famous bands, uh, he didn't want to have me announce him and then have to pull out later. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, and, you know, there's always still a chance. I mean, he is moving here, and I, I talked about getting him on Decibel Geek. So, you know, you never know. He might he might end up popping up there. Yeah, uh, if he doesn't, I'm sure he'll be there next year. Oh, yeah, he said for sure he wants to do it next year. He's just like... There's a lot of stuff up in the air in his personal life right now that he's got to deal with. Yeah, I, I, I got excited when I heard he, he might be there. Well, you know, like I said, you never know. It still might happen. Right. You know, and, 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 and once again, though, it just shows that fucking who'd have thought, but Nashville is like the new Sunset Strip because all these rockers are living in Nashville now. It's just insane. Yeah, it's 
for my show and uh, being a rock and metal fan, I mean, it's the greatest place to live. It certainly wasn't that way when I was growing up here. I'll tell you that. Well, awesome. And, you know, let's keep our fingers crossed, you know, hope whatever he has going on works itself out and he's able to attend. But if not, that's just, you know, something to look forward to for Rock and Pot 4. Hey. That'd be awesome to meet him. Pitbull is very famous down here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's keep it in Nashville. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody help me. (laughs) All right. Well, here's another tour going on, this never-ending farewell tour, which unfortunately still hasn't made it to uh, New Orleans. But Slayer is on their farewell tour. And, Ralph, you just saw him. I just saw him, uh, like like a week ago. Yeah, and he says pretty damn good show. It was amazing. But, you know, I don't mean to badmouth it because there's nothing bad about the show. I mean, yeah, some of those songs I can do without but uh, it was, dude, the, the stage show, I mean, that was some good frosting. You know, it had like a, you know, upside on cross on fire and a lot of pyro and shit. But dude, I just saw Flotsam two days ago. And I thought that was even better. That was, wow. that was just mind blowing how good they were. You know, they were just fucking on, you know? And there wasn't many people there and they played like it was packed. And, you know, I mean, look, Slayer, you can tell. You know, Tom Arai's had enough. That's why I really do think it is the farewell tour. You know, I mean, when he said his goodbyes, it was kind of like, you know, that's the only bad part I say about the show. He's like, hey, thanks, everybody. Goodbye. And he walked away. It's like, yeah, that sounds like, you know, his same speech every night. You know, where Flotsam was just, dude, Eric A.K. smiling, you know, throughout the thing. After every song, when, when the, like, you know, I don't know, 80 people were there, when they would applaud, he would smile. It, you know, it's just genuine shit like that made me feel really good to be there, you know. Was, I'm glad I took the night off for that. And boy, that new Flotsam album, I can't I can't express enough how people need to listen to that. You love the thrash. But yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead with, with Slayer. Uh, no, I was just going to, you know, wanted to hear what you said about it. Now, they did pull out some really cool songs, too. They changed it up a little bit. They played uh, Evil Has No Boundaries. Second That's track. awesome. I was like, oh my God, you know, Thrasher Die covered that. And I was like, whoa. And what was the other one? There was another one they played. Um, God damn it, I'm having a brain fart now. Because I just was engulfed with Flotsam. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, uh, no, what's that's this, all what's I this, I don't even know the past set list. Do you know what, what was new? Was Evil Has No Boundaries one of them? No, I, I don't think they played that in the last tour. And I, I think there was like three or four other songs that they added. But I was really happy to see... You know something added from uh, from Show No Mercy. You know, yeah. So, and I, and, I, I and I'm that. not a fan of God Hates Us All, but they played my song. I, I love off it. Um, Payback. Payback. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I, I saw they played Gemini too. Yes, I fucking Gemini, love that yeah, song. Gemini was played. Yeah, um, never got to see him play that one. Yeah, I actually did see them play that. This, this is a weird story, and I don't know if I ever brought this up on the on the podcast before, but. They did a listening party for that EP here on South Beach. And the radio show that I ended up being part of, uh, the Metal Revolution, were giving away tickets. And I won. So I got to see uh, them play. And, and the set list was pretty much the EP. And Gemini was played that night. I think nice. that's the only time I've seen them play it other than the last time. But no, dude, the Slayer show, if it comes your way, you should go see it. It is really good. I don't mean a bad mouth it. I'm just, you know. Honestly, I thought Flotsam was a more pleasurable experience. I can't say Flotsam was better musically. It was just more pleasurable. 
Like kind of like what Chris said about Ace and Kiss. You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> right on. All righty, next story. Well, uh, you know, no stranger here to us, you know, bitching about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and how meaningless it is, uh, especially since last year Death Leopard got in. But uh, this year they're doing, you know, for the for well, I should say for next year's, they're doing the fan vote again. Like like somebody, you know, Rolling Stone doesn't want in, but they want people to show up, so they're letting fans vote. And so far. Motley Crue is taking the lead. You know, you know, I was about to say that. I said, I predict Motley Crue is going to be in because of the whole dirt thing. Yeah, and uh, oh my, I, I think that would be hilarious to see Motley Crue get in the, into the rock. And oh roll my hall god, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's next, Poison? You know, <laughs> and I was really upset that not only uh, Pete Willis wasn't at the Rock and Roll Fan, but no mention of Rick Allen's arm. Hey, you know, fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, another no show. <laughs> he was kept on ice. <laughs> Ouch! Oh man, Molly Crew in the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, I could see them doing it purely for publicity reasons. Yeah, they, oh, yeah. They, dude, it would definitely spark uh, a lot of interest in the Hall of Fame now. But you know, I mean, who knows? A year from now, the whole Motley, you know, because Motley's albums back on the chart and all that shit. Maybe it'll fizzle, fizzle out by then. I don't know. But now is the time to to get them in before it fizzles out, you know? Yeah, but, but the, the fucked up thing is, uh, you know, I saw an article. They are talking about the fan vote and everything. And it turns out most of the people that were voting for Motley Crue were caterers because they want that Vince Neil money. You know? <laughs> oh. oh, oh, I know. We all get old. We all get old. Oh, let's look at you, fat shaming. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh don't let me how get millennial all, of you. Don't let me get all millennial on your ass. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's the real guy, but <clears throat> do you follow the Vince Neil profile on Facebook? No. No. He posts some hilarious shit, and I don't know if it's really him, but if it is, it's really funny. Cause... No, it can't be. Vince ain't funny. Yeah, he's like, like his last post 22 minutes ago. Of course I'm drinking. I'm Vince Neil, you fucking idiot. I also smoking. I'm also smoking a huge Havana cigar, you little bitch. Oh, maybe that is him. <laughs> he posted. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. I, Hopefully it is. I love Vince. I mean, uh, other than you know the hitting, smacking chicks around, you know, I, I think the guys, you know, he, he did not murder Razzle. I keep seeing people say that. I mean, come on, Razzle was drunk too. And it's not like, you know, Vince is in the car going, well, let me see how I can swipe my car so I can kill Razzle and I can live. I mean, how can you say somebody murdered, you know, somebody, you know, it's, what, what's the correct term, manslaughter? You know, yes. or, it, it would be involuntary manslaughter. Yeah, that's what happened, you know. And, you know, the guy's daughter died of cancer. That's what I was about to say, because, yeah. I mean, that's the ultimate loss. And yeah. and on top of that, he's raised millions for ch children's cancer. You know, you, yeah. you, know, you got to look into, you know, the really good things about the guy. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and honestly, dude, I mean, you know, seeing him the way he is now, it's like, dude, I, I feel more sad than, you know, I don't find it, you know. I mean, I, I, no offense to him, but I don't find it funny. But I don't get offended by you saying that because... I did. I did chuckle because I'm a hypocrite. But um, but but the, the thing is. That, oh, by the way, you were on three sides. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I forgot to bring that up. Sorry. We did talk about Motley Crue when I was on three sides. 
Um, so, yeah, my point is, is that he's done a lot of good. And, and I think, you know, he gets, you know, um, unfair, unfairly criticized a lot for, but, you know, I mean, yeah, the smacking women around part, you know, it's, but, you know, you got to blame alcohol on that shit, too, you know. But, uh, yeah, my point is, is that, you know, the guy, the guy is, to me, he's legendary, man. I mean, yeah, love him or not, I, I love Vince Young. Fuck, he's he's having fun. If he wants to get chubby and jolly, fuck it, he earned it. That's you know, right. yeah, it's fucking I, Vince. Dan- and I still stand by. He's the best thing that ever happened to Han- Hanoi Rocks. Because who the fuck would know who the fuck Hanoi Rocks is without Vince Neal? Oh man! Oh come on, that shit's terrible. That shit's terrible. No, yeah, you know? well, yeah, well, 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 he's struggling. Hey, what I say <laughs> about bringing up the old shit? I don't know the guy's name in Hanoi, but. Izzy Stradling totally stole his look. <laughs> guys, they, uh, Razzle Dingleberry. I like the uh, song from them. I, I, I need to look more into them because uh, Boulevard of Broken Dreams is a great tune, but I, I've heard a couple other ones and I was like, eh. But that song is really good. I don't mind some Michael Monroe solo shit. Yeah, I like his solo stuff better than the Hanoi stuff. Right. Oh, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> All right, next story, and this harkens back to to the Rock and Pod. Uh, Striper is already getting ready to uh, record a new album in what? January. Yeah, and I believe Michael Sweet has a new solo album yeah, yeah, coming out yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, he just finished it. And, yeah, that uh, comes out like a week or two after the expo, I think. Oh, nice, nice. Well, and Striper's already back, and uh, you know, I gotta say, I don't really. Uh, keep up with Striper. I, I only had, you know, to hell with the devil. But you know, you know, of course, Rouse a fan, and 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 I know you listen, Chris. Oh yeah. People keep loving uh, these latest albums that they're putting out. So hopefully, uh, this will be a good one too. And I believe this will be their first one with, uh, you know, the guy from Firehouses with them. No, now. no, he played on the last one. No, oh, he did. didn't. Oh, he no? didn't. Oh, no, he's pictured a... on it. No, he had to finish some touring stuff with the act he was with before, so they had a, tw- a uh, studio guy do okay, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure what, what was it, Bob Rock? <laughs> no. <laughs> like St. Anger? No, it was Bobby Doll. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Well, we'll get into that in the yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll know what that means later on. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, let's see. What, what else we got here? You Striper fans, is not... Oh, yeah, I've liked them for, since I was a kid. Nice. Hell, yeah. It's not cool to like Striper, you know. Yeah, it, it definitely wasn't when I was a kid, either. No, <laughs> I got, not, I got, but, yeah, but, you know, you, you, you had a little, you know, you had a little credibility because you like poison. I mean, oh, for, yeah. for me to, like, hate all that shit and like Striper really makes me look bizarre. <laughs> yeah, but they put out great records. Oh, man, awesome albums. I, I, I've been following them forever. I saw the Soldiers on the Command Floor the first time I saw them, and I've seen them pretty much every time they've been down here, you know? But I haven't seen them on the last two tours, which sucks, you know? But uh, they played Orlando, and for some reason I couldn't go. I, I yeah, think they're that. playing Florida soon, too, up north, but I don't know if I can make it. And, uh, you know, oh. I, I, just, I just wanted to ask, I mean, I mean, I'm sure you've had some kind of contact, but have you met or actually talked to Michael Sweet yet, Chris? Not for the expo. I talked to him at the this Nashville show last year, but I mean, I mostly go, I've gone through his 
I guess his publicity guy, and I've emailed with it. I think it's his either his wife or his daughter who kind of handles his affairs. So I've, I've talked to them, but it's just mostly just been through email so far. See, I, I would like to interview Michael Sweet because I, I could be like, you know, you know, I got a feeling he would be a cool guy and could take a couple jokes. You know, I would oh. I would I wouldn't be too rude. You, you know, you know, because I, I I wouldn't get too. But you know, somebody's religion that's their their, their own thing. But uh, but I'd like to interview just because I'd like to see. Uh, you know, Ralph talked to him because Ralph, Ralph is actually such a big fan. He would probably have some great questions, you know, and I would surely come up with a couple of good jokes. So uh, I'm all for us interviewing Michael Sweet. I think I think that could be fun. I might, you know, what I might do, mm-hmm. you know, because you know, you know, I, I I wore a dress and Vinnie Vincent makeup uh, last year. And I got to do something this year. Maybe I'll dress up like the bee from the Blind yeah. Melon video. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> but I'll say it's Striper. Yeah, we got to look into that, Ian. We should show, we should show up like in, in yellow and black. Oh, uh, I didn't need the visual, but thanks. Well, I, not the bee outfit, but, you know, it's just yellow and black. <laughs> or, or maybe I'll dress up like the bees from fucking Saturday Night Live, you know? Wouldn't it be cool if we, if we dress up in yellow and black with King Diamond makeup on? Now that's hot. Yeah, that's fucking hot. <laughs> I met I met Michael Sweet. The crosses would be put up the right way. <laughs> yeah. No, no, just to keep them guessing, we put them sideways. You know, yeah. I'm on the fence. You know, you know, you know, you, you know it's kind of lame. Uh, I, I I never brought this up, Ian. You know that figurine of King Diamond I bought? Yes. I, I bought two of them. You know the the last one, the Merciful Fate one. The cross is up is 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 right is like upwards. I was like, what? What the? What? It's not upside down, you know? Oh. Well, well, that's what we could do at our table. I could have a cross going sideways, and I'd be like, I don't believe in God. Change my mind. <laughs> you know, like all those memes. That'll be your interview with Michael Sweet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ain't gonna happen. Okay, okay. Convince me there is a God and why you should produce the next Van Halen record. See? Great questions already. Great questions already. You gotta set this up, Chris. <laughs> you set that up, not me. Oh. Don't set up anything. <laughs> Fine, I'll do it myself. You should pray on it. Yeah, yeah. Take another Quaalude. You love me in the morning. <laughs> All right, now this is something uh, I'm excited to hear, but I have I've had a very busy week and haven't had time yet. Has anybody heard the snippet that uh, John Five put out? Yes. From uh, I put from it, the I, I put unreleased David Lee Roth. Yeah, I put it up on the podcast on our podcast. Page. Now, is there is there vocals or just yes. an instrumental yes, stuff? Oh, vocals. there is. But you know, oh, you, only, okay. you only play like ten seconds. Okay, that's enough. But it sounded great. It was really? like, you know, it was kind of like acousticy. You know what it sounded like? And I hate the song, but it was like a better version of it. Was In like, a simple rhyme? Damn good. Oh, oh, I love damn good. I hate oh. that song, but it it kind of had that vibe. That nice. you know, it was very busy, acousticy in the beginning, and then Dave does this like soft, you know, his soft singing, and he sounds really good on it. And then he turned it off after like the the second line Dave said. And I was like, wow. Guys, because I was curious about that because I started watching a link to it and it was a guy interviewing John yeah, Five and had his guitar. The, you got to go okay. all the way to the end, uh, like the 22 mark. You got to go all the way to the end. Okay. That's when he played it. You know. Yeah, because that's what I didn't know if if there was if it was actually what was recorded or if it was just him on the guitar playing like the lick no, of the song. He took out okay. his phone. He took out his phone. It was on oh, his phone. Oh wow! So he played wow. a clip of it and then turned it off. Okay, it was Did, awesome. Did you get to hear it, Chris? No, I have not. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, though. All right. Well, that's it for news. Uh, but before we let Chris go, 
Uh, you know, like I Chris said, a... <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, there's another reason he's here besides being the mastermind of the Rocket Pod Expo, which you all need to attend. Uh, he is an admitted poison fan, and that's what this episode <laughs> is. Uh, today we're reviewing the second poison album, Open Up and Say Ah. And, uh, you know, I gotta, you know, full disclosure. I was a first day buyer on this motherfucker, you know. Hey, I gotta lie. I, I think uh, Chris, shit, you probably know better than me. What year did Open Up and Say Ah come out? Uh, 1988, I believe. Okay, I was 14. That's my fucking excuse. But uh, <laughs> I bought it right away. I was lucky enough to have the original cover before it got banned. I think it was out for like a couple weeks before it got banned. Uh, so I, I had it on cassette with the original cover. I had a uh, vinyl. <laughs> no, I, and I'm not making a joke. No, no, I believe you, but that, that's even worse because you hate this band. No, no, this is the reason I had it on vinyl. Uh, I had a record store that year, and uh, me and my brother owned a record store, and it, you know, it failed miserably because you know we live in Miami. And I had it still sealed, and I sold it for a hundred bucks uh, to this guy called Leo at the Thrasher Die Poser Holocaust CD release party. I told him, yeah, yeah, because he loves poison too. And I said, dude, I have that shit sealed, man. I'll give it. And he's like, dude, that thing goes for hundreds. I go, I'll give it to you for one hundred. And but I had it. I did have it. <clears throat> too bad I didn't I'm... open it, man, because I deprived myself of some funny sound effects you'll hear soon. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, Chris, tell us about you know how you discovered Poison, your love of Poison, or and and this album in particular, what it means to you. Well, it meant a lot more to me when I was twelve than it really does now. <laughs> but um, I uh, I discovered Poison as most people did through MTV, the Talk 30 to Me video. And I got into, I bought Look What the Cat Dragged In. And they were kind of, I mean, they were kind of the first band I really, really got into. And and I know uh, Ralph's going to laugh at this, but like I would, CC DeVille was like my favorite guitar player for a while. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> You're so right. I did laugh. Yeah. And uh, I, I was a first day buyer of this album, too. And uh, I loved it a lot at the time. I think the first album, although it may not be saying much, is better than this one. Uh, but yeah, I loved it at the time, but it has not aged well. It's definitely uh, and it's I'm sure it could be filed under the comedy section for a lot of rock fans. Uh, you know, I still listen to some songs off of it, but yeah, I don't know. I dug it a lot, a lot more at the time than I really do now. I, don't, I hardly ever really go back and listen to it. Well, you know, my, my story of, of, um, of finding out of Poison is uh, very interesting. I saw them in California in 1985. Uh, when I was over there, I saw them play uh, the... the it, was, it wasn't even a famous club. I think it was called Madame Wong or something like that. Uh, I saw Poison back in 85 before they were signed. The same, at the same time, I saw Guns N' Roses. Uh, so I, and... Um, then now, I, now were, were they still Poison at the time or were they going no, by Paris? No, they were called Poison. Okay. And they were called Poison. And I remember they had... Uh, the, the one thing I remember about that show was uh, they had confetti. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At a club, it's a confetti, like, you know, kid show coming out you from sure, the roof. You sure Rip Taylor wasn't on guitar at that time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 and I'm pretty sure it was CC. I'm, I'm not, I don't think CC. Because I, I do remember, like, it was a 
you know, poofy blonde hair guitar player. I kind of remember that where the other guitar player wasn't that, you know. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, I and it was pretty much background music because I went with my friend Henry, you know, just to hang out. And I was going to shows basically every night at that time. And uh, it was, I believe, a Sunday night. And it was packed. I mean, a lot. It was more packed than the Guns N' Roses show I saw, which was packed as well. That was a contributor. But uh, it was a very packed show with a lot of hot chicks. And uh, they were very popular in the scene at that time. <laughs> that wasn't hot chicks. That was poison. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I didn't really think much of it. I mean, I didn't. I didn't see the, you know, the, the, the terribleness of now when I think of Poison. I just thought it was just another cookie-cutter hairband that was going to go nowhere, you know. And, uh, and then I saw them uh, on the Look What the Cat Dragged In opening for Quiet Riot at Sunrise Musical Theater, and they weren't famous yet. And then they came back with uh, Rat two times, and both times I sat outside and drank Jack Daniels before Rat. So I, I, didn't, I didn't actually see them open for rap, but I did see them open for Quiet Riot. Awesome. Well, uh, I didn't see Poison till fuck, I think, 99. <laughs> I, I, I saw them, and, uh, and I was on heroin. Not, pr- <laughs> not proud of it, but it, it helped me get through Poison. Um, and I, I took it by accident, kids. I'm not, I'm not condoning heroin. Uh, I, th- I thought it was another drug. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I never saw him back in the day. But my, you know, I had the first three albums, and uh, and, and then I grew Jesus the fuck up. Christ, Ian. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was well, shit. I mean, even when Flesh and Blood, what year Flesh and Blood come out? Ninety. Ninety or ninety-one. Yeah. Something. Yeah, I was like whatever year it was that uh, eight started hitting the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like sixteen or seventeen, you know. But uh, and you know. Uh, you know, I, I, I definitely grew out of it, but I gotta admit, some of those songs, it, it's it's fun to go back and listen to. Just, I mean, it makes me laugh, it, and it makes me think of a simpler time when you didn't have to be a good band, uh, <laughs> you know, to make it big. And uh, it, but there, there's a lot of other shits like, oh my god, I can't believe I ever fucking listened to that. Um, I mean, they were they were basically tailor-made for people that were, were my age at that time so they were they were packaged and marketed to basically teen you know young kids pre-pubescent yeah. teens yeah teen girls a lot of girls with big little girls with big tits in the videos and all that so it's just like and it's all those things where like they're very you know derivative of a lot of bands that came before them but to a 12 year old i had no idea i'm just like wow this is really cool you know but you know, it's one of those things that you get older and you discover other bands. You're kind of like, okay, I see where they got all that from. You know, I mean, Brett Michaels basically stole Steve Whiteman's whole stage persona. That's a terrible thing to say about Steve Whiteman. <laughs> who, who, who's Steve Whiteman? From Kicks? Singer for oh, Kicks. Okay, okay. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I just, it's one of those things where, like, at the time, as a 12 year old, it, it made a lot of sense and it seemed really cool. But, you know, I don't regret buying those albums. They were kind of like a gateway to getting into a lot of other bands. So, you know, I, I you know, I still listen to some of their stuff. But uh, yeah, the open up and say ah has not. It really has not aged well. It definitely sounds very dated now. Man, well, I, I, I hate to sound like my shit don't stink, but seriously, it smells like potpourri. Because I can't, I can't think of one fucking band that I liked <laughs> back in the day where it's like, oh, that's dated. I don't like it anymore. You know what I mean? I can't think of mm. anything. I mean, the closest would be Quiet Riot, but I still, I mean, I only like Metal Health, but I still love Metal Health 
But listening to Metal Health, it does sound dated, but to me in a good way, you know? I'm just saying I was I was pretty immature in my musical taste at the time. No, so. Look, look, look. Here, here's the bottom line. And and again, it's it's really in the defense of both of you numbskulls. Um, <laughs> you guys were raised at the wrong time. I mean, you got into music at the wrong... Think of what was going on then. When I got into music, it was like 78, 79, when it was nothing but classic killer shit. You know, it's like, you know, uh, Unleashing the East and... You know, shit like that. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, some of the corporate rock that Ian hates, uh, I still love with a passion. But, you know, when you when you start getting to music where it's all poofy hair guys and, you know, zero talent, I mean, come on. Admit, dude, Brett Michaels has no range. I mean, the guy is just terrible. I remember, like, when they got big, I was like, God damn, they suck, you know? And I forgot to mention, I did see Poison... Open for Kiss, but I walked out after like the third song. I said, fuck this, and that's when I used to drink. I'm gonna go to the beer stand, fuck this noise. <laughs> but, but, you know, in their defense, man, the crowd was into it. Yeah. But, you know, they were really into it, and I was like, whoa. But that also reminds me when I saw Limp Biscuit at Ozfest. I didn't even know who they were. And uh -huh. they had a big toilet on stage, and Fred Durst came yeah, out. Yeah, I saw that. <clears throat> the big, the place went ape shit, and that's. My first realization is like, wow, I'm old, you know? <laughs> it, it, it finally hit me. You know, I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm really not identifying with... Uh... And Fred Durst even did like a little suicidal... Yeah, I, I saw you remember that. that? I the, yeah, I was at the... I actually enjoyed that show. I was like, hey, I got to check these guys out. Then I bought the album. Again, like I said earlier, it's when you were <laughs> raised on music. You know, right. you, you like Poison at one time, of course you're going to like fucking Love Biscuit. You know, but... Um, but yeah, I, whatever. I, I, I have a brain for it. I don't know where I was Well, going. well one, one thing I want to say, though, is what's so funny, no matter what we think of this band, uh, you know, there's a reason why we did this one, because we had so much fun doing the last one, because yeah. they are they are fun to review. Dude, we it's, had like, a... it's like listening to a Richard Pryor album. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but on here, the jokes are unintentional. Yeah. Um, but uh, and we 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 definitely definitely will in the future do flesh and blood. Oh, and, got and, to. We got to. And and Chris, we would love to have you on. That. Oh yeah. <laughs> that, 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 now now what what would you say uh, as far as the first three albums? How would you rank? Look what the cat dragged in. Open up and say I'm flesh and blood. How would you rank those? Uh, well well Chris Chris rank it like back then. Don't rank it now because you know. Because now it's been tainted. But what did you think back then? How did you rate them back then? Back then, uh, well, I, since I bought Open Up and Say On release day, I'd probably, I guess I would put that first, Look What the Cat Dragged in second, and Flesh and Blood third. Wow. Yeah. Well, well I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of enjoyed the second one a little more. It was much funnier. Well, well, yeah, musically, Much funnier. No. I'm saying, <laughs> at comedy aspect, I thought it was funnier, as you will soon hear. By the way, I should explain that um, it's only 30 minutes long. We did sit through the whole album, but there's a lot of parts we stayed quiet. And it's like, why do I want to, like, you know, make our audience, you know, sit through a fucking yeah. Poison song? So I did yeah. edit it a lot, you know. <laughs> Certain songs, we were just dumbfounded looking yeah. at each other like, we just, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> we were just quiet, quiet listening to it and, like, perplexed. 
Well, you came. You finally came to the realization that it's yeah. two guys this many years later listening to the Poison record. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, well and, and another thing, you know, you know, it, it should be noted, uh, and I, I think we discuss it when we get into it. But we did this totally different than we do other albums. Yeah, we didn't, you know, listen to it prior and take notes. We 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 because we we didn't want to. <laughs> we just sat there and listened to it live, and just started talking about it. And uh, it was a very uh, unique and fun way to do an album review. Something we might do in the future. We'll yeah. definitely do. No, no, uh, we will. Every time you come visit me, and when I come visit you, we have to sit down and listen to it. Like, um, uh, what do you call? Um, oh, what was I gonna? Oh, you know, the, the, listening to this one, I I what you're about to hear is me hearing most these songs for the first time you know there's four songs that were hits that i knew but you know back in the rocking horse good loving and even the <laughs> bonus track oh, you God. can take it but you leave it whatever the fuck it was called <laughs> it was the first time me hearing these songs and boy it's so funny shit you're about to hear now chris let me ask you now as a grown-ass man how would how would you rank these first three albums as far as what I enjoy, I, I still would, I'd probably put the first one first. But I mean, I, Flesh and Blood is is a, probably a better record. Like they play their instruments a little better. But Christ, I hope so. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I mean, it's uh, yeah. I would put Open Up and say I'll oh, last between the three. Uh, you right. you weren't into the the one without CC. Native Tongue? Oh hell no! Oh, you don't like that? No, the lead parts were just were too uh, good. We watched, what was, the, what was the video we watched, Ian? Uh-oh, uh, Worst Guitar Solo Ever by C.C. DeVille. Have you ever watched that on YouTube? No, but I will, and after I oh. get off Oh, oh it's my hilarious. God. It's, it's, it's like 13 minutes. It's from the Flesh and Blood tour, and it's, I, I mean, you could tell this is at the height of C.C.'s drug it's, abuse. It's pro shot. I think it's from their, their home video. Uh, Swallow this live, right? Yeah, no, 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 I, 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 I don't. Well, I, I shouldn't say this because I, I never bought that. Uh, yeah, I, I jumped off ship. I didn't see the video, but I can't see that making it to that home video. I think I think somebody shot that, and it just got put up later because well, there's it's, no it's pro shot though. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm saying somebody shot it really good, but I, I honestly, I don't know. Maybe some of the listeners out here like poison. I mean, I'm talking to you, Bushy. Uh, you know, maybe they can say it was in that home video, or maybe Chris, if if you've seen that home video, you might know. But just uh, yeah, Google Poison CC Deville worst guitar solo ever, and it is painfully bad. But you know, CC, he's so excited, he you know, he, he acts like it's the best thing ever. But it's it's just everybody has to watch it, whether you're a fan of Poison or not. I think you owe it to yourself to torture yourself. The one with the puppet was the best when they got oh. up there and did the blues. Like, oh, like, oh, yeah. They joined like the house band of the, that show. Yeah, uh, it's some show in Australia. Yeah, and CC oh, and, and Brett, Brett got the harmonica, and CC is doing like a blues solo and hitting like all these wrong notes and shit. He's fucking oh, hilarious. Oh my god! But but Ian, the video I was telling you, what was the video we saw from that Native Tongue album with the gospel singers? Oh, Stan. I was watching that show. I was like, look at these guys. They're actually trying to be serious. Yeah, because the oh. world needed a serious poison record. Oh, and, and you got you got you got to understand. We were feeling no pain that night, uh, other than the fact that we probably watched like three hours worth of poison YouTube yeah. videos. And it was and at, very at one point I, was, I was like, dude, I can't watch no more poison. We got to stop this. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it sounds like the joke was more on you guys having to sit oh, yeah. oh, no, no. Oh, yeah. And you know how we capped it off when we were done with Poison? We watched, oh, my God. We watched Never Too Young to Die. Was that the name of the movie? With Gene yeah. Simmons as a drag queen? And John Stamos. Star <laughs> Grove. Star Grove. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, proof that we hate ourselves. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and there were certain parts of the soundtrack that we're listening to. It was like, dude, that sounds like poison. Yeah. <laughs> it really did. It was like, dude, that sounds like poison with their playing there, you know? Wow, what uh, a movie that is. But oh. uh, we we hope everybody enjoys this. And, and, and once again, <clears throat> Chris, we thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks, Chris. And, I appreciate it. And uh, definitely, definitely want you to be part of our, our flesh and blood show which we're gonna have to wait a while to do because i need to exercise this poison from my system we also need to regain our brain cells but uh before we let you go just in case we got some simple jack motherfuckers out there who don't know please let everybody know about the great decibel geek podcast and uh torpedo dudes as well (laughs) yeah decibel geek you know show we try to do one every week but as you guys know it's not always possible but uh we try to do it most weeks Nestlegeek.com or go to iTunes. All anywhere you look up podcasts, we should be there. And uh, Torpedo Dudes is like if if you want a little bit more material, you go to Patreon.com, sign up for the Decibel Geek uh, subscription plan, and even for the lowest tier, that's a dollar, you get basically what we the the dumbest titled Kiss podcast name, Torpedo Dudes, where we basically just talk about Kiss for an hour. And uh, that's been a lot of fun to do. We've had some pretty funny discussions on there. So check that out. And, uh, and I'm, of course, def- I'm definitely going to check it out. Chris, if you can do me a favor and send me that link, I'll throw you a buck. I want to hear this. Yeah, and, uh, of course, come to Rockin' Pod in August, August 9th and 10th. Go to rockinpod.com and uh, hang out with Aaron and I and Ian and Ralph and all this, all this uh, crazy. Ralph and Ian. Oh, sorry about that. I broke Damn, protocol. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I wasn't on three sides of the coin, so you got to say my name second. All right. Well, yeah, everybody, check out Decimal Geek and uh, and Torpedo Dudes. And I'm going to get on Patreon and I'm going to pay you $2. I'm I'm, going to up the ante to $2 to get you to talk about a good band. But that's just me. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We'll start off the Bullet Boys podcast. There you go. Now you got my money. Take my fucking money. By the way, Uh, by the way, Chris, if you could do me a favor, Nashville. Get a boxing ring. I want to. Uh, I want to box Aaron. <laughs> no can do. <laughs> yeah, you take on Aaron. I'm going to fight his bandana, and I'll still probably lose. I'm going to destroy you guys. <laughs> take, okay. Take the decibel geek challenge. <laughs> All right, Chris. Thank you so much for joining us. We can't wait to have you back on another episode. And uh, can't wait to see you in August in Nashville. And everybody else, you know, start planning those fucking trips. Go to Rockin' Pod on Facebook. Book your shit. Let's do this. It's going to be great. Thanks, guys. And come All on, right. Chris, stop being a fucking stick in the mud. Get us some hookers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to start another GoFundMe to avoid that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, 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 they don't have to be as good looking as Poison, you know. You know, we're reasonable. Come on, there ain't no okay. hookers as good looking as them. <laughs> Without further further to do, let's open up let's, and say ah. Hey, let's kick 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 into the review. All right, now we're gonna. <laughs> oh boy, sorry about this. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're about to do another poison episode. Uh, I think we should go in chronological order. Uh, do the next one, whatever the, the unskinny pop one after this. 
Because I found out Unskinny Bop isn't on this album, and I was very disappointed. Because I wanted to talk about that song, but uh, this one's called Open Up and Say Ah. <laughs> Look at this album cover, Ian. By the way, Ian's here at my house. Yeah. It, that got censored because it was too, uh, that was too much. <laughs> <laughs> this should have got censored. The fucking band. <laughs> the music should have been censored. <laughs> Fuck the cover. Oh, all right. And, track, and, and unlike all our other reviews, we're going to listen to this. And talk about it afterwards. And we may pause it if it gets really ridiculous. <laughs> we just can't take it anymore. If we can't take it. I'm going to actually pull up the lyrics for track one. It's called Love on the Rocks. Oh, God, there's lyrics for this shit. And, and this is one I don't know. Because there is a couple hits on this, like Nothing But a Good Time and Every Rose. I'm sure there was another hit. But here's a song I'm going to hear for the first time along with you people. All right, here we go. Ready? Ready, Ian? Yeah. I'm not. But fuck it. Let's do it anyway. All right. Hope the music ain't too loud. Woo! Pull up the lyrics to this. This sounds dangerous. They've matured. She goes down slow like a shot of gin. She got an angel's face and a devil's grin. Okay. <laughs> you have that little laugh? <laughs> she kind of stands down as I look direct. She said, I'm your poison, now you drink a cup. Stop this for a second. What did you think of Love on the Rocks? Uh, I can only sum it up with a couple words. Ooh, look at Look at I gotta, I, you, you gotta say, you gotta say, Brett Michaels, Brett Michaels is talented. I don't think anybody can mimic what he just did there. Look at I want to hear that again. Let's go back. I want to hear that again. (laughs) 
I don't think anybody. There you go. Brett Michaels does have a talent. He can make that fucking noise. Nobody can do that shit. Look at. I can't even do it. Try to try to do that. Ooh. <laughs> oh man. Who knew? His only talent was to say that little fucking. <laughs> All right, you want to go to the next one? Yeah. Well, I know this one. Everybody knows this one. Woo! Not, nothing but a good one. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at him. Look at him outside. Yeah. Don't sit down, Ricky. Keep playing those drums. Don't you dare plug Bobby into that amp. Yes. Give me that same riff there, MCC. Check me out. Now listen. <laughs> Do I have to? <laughs> oh. And a lot of you people thought the 80s were cool. I was wrong. Yep. You couldn't escape this song, though. You can't even escape it today. I still hear this shit on the radio. And again, they're honest, because don't get any better than this. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's exactly. as good as it fucking gets with these assholes. Oh my god. Seriously, I don't want to hear this no more. Let's go to the next one. What's the next one called? Um, uh, Back to the Rocking Horse. Okay, I don't know this one. See, it's better to not know these songs. You get a better reaction when you don't know it. I don't Let's think go. this is going to end well. <laughs> yeah, well. I think this may be their stairway to hell. Oh, no. Is that Tommy Lee? Is this we're not going to take it? We're not going to take it. Oh, I'm looking at these lyrics, and I know it's going to be fun already. <laughs> All the king's horses. All the king's men, Brett. <laughs> no hope in hell, Brett. Like Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> oh, he's scatting now, bro. Take it outside, is bro. This, is this fucking nursery rock? <laughs> yeah, is this Humpty Dumpty to a beat? Is this Humpty Dumpty metal? <laughs> Humpty Dumpty metal. What the fuck is this? It's like. <laughs> who gave this asshole a rhyming book? You know? <laughs> who gave this asshole a microphone? <laughs> Start all over again. Try that harder next time. <laughs> doctor says I'm cracked. <laughs> oh boy. I start to feel sorry for these guys, man. <laughs> Maybe they're slow. Maybe you should have been laughing. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, wait, wait, wait. What the hell did I just hear? Hold on. Hold on. Let's turn this here. You missed it. Let's go back to that. 
All right, they are keeping the tradition of uh, the first album. He must be nervous, he stuttered. <laughs> Oh my god, this is bad. <laughs> oh. Move over, Cece. Cacao! Cacao! <laughs> Lick it up! I can't tell if it's a guitar solo or somebody dropped it down the flight stairs. Prosper Corps, we're about to throw Cece down a flight of stairs. <laughs> yeah, he's rolling down right now. Here comes. Next song. They got Mel Tillis there. Oh my god, wait, wait. Let's just stop to fall apart. Let's, let's stop. Yeah. Oh, oh no. boy. Oh no. Oh, you know this one? I don't know this one either. Good Lovin'. And, and it says here remastered. Who the fuck would remaster this? Oh my god. Who is it? Sisnak likes this shit, right? Yeah. Oh. And Camaro. And Camaro. Mm. I'm having second thoughts of going to Rock and Pod this year, bro. Now you know how he became the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Look at her yeah. competition. Yeah. Take it outside. <laughs> I did have a lot of fun doing um, Look What the Cat Dragged In, because you're in New Orleans. I mean, you're in, yeah, you're in New Orleans. I'm in Miami, and you sent it to me, and I walked around with my iPod for a whole week. And I had so much fun listening to it because it was so bad. But this is the first time I'm hearing any of this shit. But you've heard this before, right? Yeah, and I understand why you put it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was supposed to study this, and I never never got around <laughs> to it. And now it's like, all right, Ian has to leave tomorrow, so let's just fucking wing it. Let's just get back on the rocking horse and start doing this shit again. We're going to get to the next track called Good Love. All right, here we go. <laughs> what the hell was that? You sound like someone farted in our mouth. That's a good fart. Uh, <coughs> oh, this is bluesy. Oh, man. Credibility here. <laughs> Call my baby on the telephone and she got razzmatazz. She says, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I gotta stop this. I gotta stop this. I fucked up that lyric right here. Because we're reading the lyrics here. Let me just, we're trying. Let me recite this before I play it again. It says, well, I call my baby on the telephone. She said, hurry home, Brett, because I'm all alone. All right. And now giddy up, hurry, and don't be late. Because, baby, I just can't wait. All right. Let's, let's hear this. <laughs> I'm already loving this one. <laughs> Get, who's, who the fuck says giddy up? <laughs> this stuttering <laughs> 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 Yeah. 
now I realize why you hate Elvis. <laughs> you heard this first. Then you heard Elvis. You're like, this is Brett Michaels. Oh, a good A good Yeah, baby. out there realize Tom Warman was the one that produced this shit? What, what did they have? Fucking pictures of him with farm animals or something? How did he agree to do this shit? Money. <laughs> Maybe he, he was just impressed by those fucking animal noises. <laughs> well, let me try to redo that noise. Like, oh, oh, I can't do it. Let's go back to that song. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no? Yeah, come on. <laughs> I think that's what sold Tom Warman, that noise. You think that they gave Tom Warman roofies during this recording? <laughs> and they just took over? Alright, you know what? Yeah, it's enough of this one. Right. I, I don't think I can take any more of this one. What's next? Look, but you can't touch. Oh, this has got to be good. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I got to put on your wrong on that. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me see. Good in a bad way. Alright, let's pull up these. Uh, even before we start. Good girls go to heaven, bad girls go to hell. The rest of them get rich and do just what they feel. <laughs> just go with it. Hell? Feel? <laughs> okay. All right, let's play this. All right, this one's called Look. I can't believe this wasn't a single. <laughs> Isn't this the same riff as Look with the Cat Dragon? <laughs> wait, 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 we gotta play that one again. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> what the fucking noise <laughs> this guy makes, man? Let's go! Let's go! Take it outside! Let's go! Alright, let's pull up these words. Does he know any other riffs? He's not even good at keeping time. I heard this all before. But I know that for sure. <laughs> you know, like from Arkansas. Cut and paste the solos on every song. 
What the fuck was going on there? Hold on. Turn this shit up. Yowza! Brett is proud of that drum and he's like, Woo! Damn, that's impressive! They end every song with something stupid. Let's hear that one again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, look. <laughs> Editing purposes, we got to stop, dude. We need to catch our breath for a little oh. bit. And uh, we'll be back. Oh. This shit's bad. <sighs> All right, we got to take a brief. Man, I, I literally had to go out on my balcony to grab to get some air. I just, I, I couldn't even be around Ian. I needed some alone time. <laughs> like it was my fault. No, I just needed to go, you know, get some brain cells back after, you know. Do that sound effect. You can do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah, I can do it. Oh my God. But not like Brett. That's a talent. <laughs> That's like... I can remember. All right. I think we're like halfway done, maybe. Oh, please, God. Now, this next one I know. Uh... But I haven't heard it in years. It's called Fallen Angel. <laughs> she stepped off the bus into the city streets. Just a small town girl with her eyes. I'm looking at the fucking. <laughs> I don't remember how this was there one. I don't even know. I won't forget you, baby. I smell a single. <laughs> it's like heads they win, tails you're gonna lose. <laughs> all right, we all know this one, right? Stop. Next, yeah, next, yeah. I know how this one ends. It's not pretty. <laughs> it's a tragedy from beginning to end. Oh, God. We all know this one. Their biggest hit. Every rose has some storm. How poetic, huh? We both like some steel in the dead of the night. Although we both lie close together, we're a few miles apart inside. Was it something Ooh. that I said or did? Did my words Ooh. make you feel like you're <laughs> 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 But I guess 
Forgive me, that's why I see. Got this cover song. Holy fuck. Here we go. I love the 70s, but even this song sucked in the 70s. Well, hey, let's do a shitty song in the 70s. We're poison. That ain't no rock and roll. 
Get out of the truck, long hair. Ooh. Oh, I can't believe only nine tracks into this album they already ran out of good ideas. <laughs> they already they used up all that poison mojo. <laughs> all the little sound effects are gone. Look at the lyrics over here. Woo wee! <laughs> All right, I don't know the oh, next song. I don't know the next song, but it's called "Bad to Be Good" or "Bad to Be God." Right? Am I reading this right? "Bad to Be God." Or is that the other song? Poison gets all black metal in the next. It's gonna be like Frosty Nocturnal Forest. God bad poison good. Alright, let's find out why God is bad. From the gospel. <laughs> gospel according to poison. <laughs> Oh, here we go. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think anyone are playing the same song. <laughs> this is a mess, God. It's bad to be good. But it says here, bad to be God. In the lyrics we're looking at. I think that's it. Thank God, we're the last track. I like bad to be God better. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Sorry, there is a bonus track. <laughs> We're gonna listen to the bonus track. <laughs> oh. Hold on. Wait, wait, what is this? Loving for a man? Yeah, that is an actual bonus track. Oh, okay, I didn't know about this one. I've never heard this. Uh, you never heard this? I'm sure it sucks. <laughs> Boy, if it didn't make the album. Hey, it might be good. Probably didn't fit, <laughs> fit the album. It was actually good. Listen. 
No, no, I'm wrong. <laughs> Who knew there was a bonus track? <laughs> what kind of sick joke is this? <laughs> Ooh, what an incentive to buy this. <laughs> you want to talk about the most lifeless back and forth? If you want it, come and take it. Want it, come and take it. Here it goes. If you want it, come and take it. The bonus is you never have to hear this shit. Come and take it. Same solo again. If you want, play. Everybody, do not drink during a poison song. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Ah, oh, that's enough excitement for us tonight. Yeah. Well, this is a good way to end our uh, episode. Well, maybe here. not a good way. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's the only way. <laughs> do we have like a pick of the week? <laughs> Anything other than the points? <laughs> I pick uh, the next one. <laughs> I haven't heard it yet, but it can't be worse than this. What was it called? Flesh and Blood, Swallow This, or whatever the fuck it was called. <laughs> <laughs> the one was on Skinny Bop. Yeah, Flesh and Blood. I don't know, and Skinny Bop sounds like it'd be an improvement from this shit. <laughs> what was the ballad on that one? Something to Believe In. Oh, give me something to believe in. That was about a Vietnam vet, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. those guys don't have enough problems. They don't need poison, <laughs> yeah, exactly. don't need poison yeah, making it worse. Know. I think that's worse than being called baby killers at the airport. <laughs> yeah. Have poison sing a song about it. <laughs> Fucking disgraceful. They should be deported for that shit. <laughs> Build a wall around poison. 